dear disciples and dear family, big family of the disciples. Today I want to reflect with you on another word, a, a big word that we can recover in this time of epidemic. We can delve into this word as the prodigal son did when he was suffering hunger away from his father's home. It is the word life. This word is, is kind of paradox, or the fact that we can learn about the word life is a paradox because we learn it at a time when we experience our vulnerability, the fear of illness and death, the fear for the lives of our dear ones. As the Bible says, I have rolled up my life like a weaver and you cut me off from the loom. And precisely in this time, the course of life seems to break up. What we do every day, our routine, work, suddenly is like pulled out under our feet and we find ourselves hanging in the air. We don't know what to do with the time we have. It is at this juncture that the question arises that life is more than what we thought it is. To live is not just to survive. It can be to survive in the sense that serve, survive, serve means also above, more, living more, living, living above. We understand that there is a mystery hidden in life just when the normal routine of life seems to be broken. That which was my life is not simple, simply the routine of the day that I used to follow without knowing well where it is leading to. But it's something that has an origin and a destination. And at this time is when we understand the greatness of life because there is something more than the normality of our days. This question about the origin and the destination of life can now, in this time of suffering, be raised in a radical way. And this origin and destination of life can be understood only if we think about love. Because the origin of life comes from being born. And that means someone received us when we were born. Someone gave us life and embraced us when we came into the world. Life has to do, when we think of its origin, with the love of our parents. And at the same time, we understand that life is able to be communicated to others, to our children, to those we love. We give life. At the end, death will also be giving our life. And this illumines the mystery of death. In this time, in this difficult time we're experiencing and that we experience our, with anxiety, our frailty, or we are afraid of, our, of, of being sick. In this moment, we remember what St. Paul says, that the devil was holding us as prisoners, that the devil had made, that, made us slaves by the fear of death. So that means man was afraid of dying and he was devoted only to keeping his life, surviving, 
keeping his life is the only thing that matters to him. But then when that happens, when the only thing that matters is to survive, to stay alive, then we become a slave because we don't have freedom, the freedom of a life that goes beyond itself, that is able to risk, that becomes bigger than just maintaining oneself alive. If life is love, if life comes from love and is able to give itself also in love, then life consists in giving oneself to another and receiving oneself from, from another, then life superabounds. It is not just in me, but in my friends and in those who surround, surround me, those who have given me life, those to whom we give life. And all this speaks us about God, the origin and the fulfillment of life. And then we understand what is, what is the meaning of freeing ourselves from the fear of death. We are freed from the, from the fear of death because Christ has died out of love for us. If we then know that in each act of love there is a kind of death of giving oneself to other, then death itself can be an act of love. We can say to our Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And then we are free from the fear of death and we can make of life something bigger. Not just to survive, to stay alive, but to do something with life, to be free. To be fruitful. Now nothing stops us because the greatest fear, the fear of dying, disappears because Christ has transformed the death into an act of love. And now we can give ourselves, we can live with serenity also in this difficult moment. There is a rabbinic anecdote of a rabbi who had nothing, who had lost everything, who was very poor. But nonetheless, every day he would say to God, thank you, Lord, because you give me everything I need. And then her wife would be angry at him because of what he was saying, because he had nothing. And he, she would say to him, why are you thanking God? He doesn't, he's not giving you what you need. And then the rabbi would answer, I need poverty, and he gives it to me. So may this time of suffering and of great poverty due to the pandemic that lashes us, may this time of poverty be, if we freely open up to it, what we need to understand what life is all about and what is the, abundant of, the abundance of life that Christ brings us, a life that is eternal. This is eternal life, says the Gospel of John. If we know you, the only true God, and the one you have sent, Jesus Christ.